everyone, and welcome back to the Retired College Athletes Podcast, a podcast designed to inspire and inform current and former athletes through stories and advice from retired college athletes. I'm your host, Sydney Mary, and today we're chatting with Ariel Harvey. This is a very different podcast episode from anything you've heard from us before. Ariel has a very interesting story. She transferred four different times, but I'm going to drop you into the middle of our conversation where she's at her third school and she's finding out that she is pregnant before the season starts. This podcast episode is meant to give a perspective and a voice to a person in a storyline that is not often talked about in women's college sports. And so I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I cannot wait to talk to you guys on the other side. I want to get to the part that is like, when you messaged me about this, it kind of it blew my mind because it's like, I think everyone expects the college athletic experience to be straightforward, like kind of what we hear on the news. Like, you know, you, you're you you're on a full scholarship, you're out of school, like you, you go through and everything's like, there's no adversity. You hit no adversity, like nothing ever happens. But you mentioned, I think you said going into your junior year, you found out that you were pregnant. Um, it was going into my senior year. So junior year, I finished out my junior year. And going into my senior year, I finished out, you know, the pre-work, uh, this, you know, the summer workouts, all that kind of stuff. And it was uh, actually a month before the season that I found out. So. Gotcha. Okay, so like walk us through that, because how far along were you? What was going through your head? Like you had already done so much work for the season. Like what? What were you thinking? Man, that was that was probably one of the toughest things I went through in just my whole college. Just, so I found out in October and I was just I just kept taking a different pregnancy tests. I, I took like five different pregnancy tests, like just to make sure. And I was just shocked. I was just like, wow, like, like, what am I going to do? You know? I don't know. But the first per- people I told was, you know, my mom, my friends, my now husband. I, you know, I told everybody. Um, but I still didn't know what I wanted to do because I'm here I am in this, you know, I haven't made a decision. And I, I told you, you know, it's the peak of my career. And I'm going to my senior year, which is a big year, right? Because, you know, I'm wanting to go pro. I want to do all these things, you know, you know, win a championship, conference championship, all these kind of things. And it just, it was tough. And um, so I told that and then I ended up, you know, telling my athletic trainer, cause that's how, how it is like the protocol. You got, you know, tell your athletic trainer and you know, the athletic trainer doesn't say anything to the coaches until you're ready. So no, none of the coaches knew yet. Right. And I told her and she asked me what I want to do. And I was like, and I kind of had to make a fast decision, whatever, but I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go through with it. But after that, I didn't know, like, what else, like, what what came after that, like, what I was going to do and how I was going to, like, adapt to the environment, like, all my college teammates knowing, like, hey, she's pregnant or the school is pregnant. Like, I'm on posters and everything and people are going to be like, where is she at? Like, all these things. And I'm just like, that was just literally the hardest thing. So they were supportive. They were very supportive. But me, myself, I kind of got in my own head. And I was just like, you know, they don't even want me no more. Like, I'm like, I can't do anything for them. But in reality, they were, they wanted me to stay. I was going to take that year off and then be with them 
the next year. And But I'm just thinking like, it's over. I'm starting to see all these changes, right? Like, oh, I'm not on the posters anymore. Oh, I'm not on this anymore. And like, you know, I'm coming to practice, you know, coach says, okay, well, you have to, you have to come to all practices, be involved totally, or not at all. You'll still be a part of the team, but you can't just show up at practices like whenever. So for me, I was like, okay, I can't do it because I went to one practice and I was just like, I broke down because I was just, I wanted to be out there and it was hard for me. So I was just like, I couldn't do it. And I wasn't strong enough mentally at the time to even, you know, withstand any of that. So after all these changes happening, um, I was just in a bad place and I was just like, I'm just going to leave. And the reality, everybody was there for me, but it was just hard. After that, I didn't know what the future held. I didn't know I was going to be able to play basketball again. I didn't know I was going to go back to school. So maybe a couple months later, um, I get a call from the person who was in charge of like the women's basketball compliance. Like every team has like a person. So she ended up calling me and she's like, like, do you want to finish out your your school here, your academics at least? And I'm just like, no. And I'm looking back, looking back now, I'm like, I could have did it. I could have had a master's right now. But um, I just, I couldn't do it. I wasn't strong enough. I, I didn't know what to do. I was lost. And then I get a call from a coach that recruited me back my freshman year. And he's like, you know, you're still eligible, right? And I was like, what? Like, no, I just left school. Like, I literally left my academics, everything. I left school. And he was like, no, you're still eligible. And then this is when, you know, I'm starting to see like, wow, they really cared for me. Um, St. Bonaventure, like the professors, they all started emailing me, you know, all the grades, like I left or whatever. They didn't, they gave me waivers. So I wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a failing, like I failed. It's not going to show on your transcript. It's just going to show like I'm going into my like senior year again. Oh, I, I got, I can still play basketball, but here I am. I'm pregnant. You know, I got to get through a pregnancy. I'm like, dang, what school is going to want me? I wanted to touch on a few different things because I know like a lot of the audience has not gone through what you've gone through. And so when did you tell the coaches? Like when were you, were you the one that you said that they found out? So like, were you the one to tell them? Uh, Olivia, my trainer, you know, she's like, you know, they don't have to know. Like I can just keep whatever on the low. Whenever you're ready, you can tell them or I can tell them if you want me to. You know, I just like, okay, you can, you can tell them, you know, she was the one to tell them, but even um, with the media and everything, like, you know, media asking questions, right? So the way it was put, it was just like, um, Ariel Harvey is out for the season for an undisclosed health issue. Okay, so that's a lot. And I think like, for you to be, like, how old were you at this time? 21. Yeah, I was 21. Okay, gotcha. So for you to be that age, like that is still young, right? So I think the hard part is, like your brain is not fully developed before 25 and you're also like a college athlete with all these like responsibilities. You have to go to school, you have practice. Now you have a baby on the way and it's like, okay, how do I deal with all of this? I, I commend you for, you know, like making the decisions to get through that season. Um, but I also think it's really interesting that you just 
felt like you needed to be away from the team, like partly because like they were asking to be there or not be there at all. Like it's like you have it's it was all or nothing. Like you have to be all in or all out, which is kind of hard when you when you're pregnant and you have appointments and, and you know all this stuff. Um, and then so you have that. So you decide to like, OK, I don't want to be a part of this right now. And then you're like, I want to leave the school. And I think it's was it more so just like it was just overwhelming. Like it was just so much going on. Yeah, it was overwhelming, but I just it was just hard for me because it's like I really, really like wanted to be there. Like I wanted to be there for my team. I wanted to play like I, you know, with anyone who's been playing sports, I've been playing playing this game all my life. Right. And this is the first time like, you know, I'm, I just can't like I can't. Not only that, around the time my mom was also sick. So. She was back in Georgia. So around the time I'm, I'm finding out, I'm like hearing this. So I leave school to come down and see on her, check on her. And then I come back and then like, you know, and it's on me because I didn't tell the coaches that I left. Right. Because I'm just like, something's wrong with my mom. Left, and they came back. They like, you, you can't just leave and not tell us. But to me, I'm just like, I'm not even like really a part in the sense anymore like I'm on scholarship but <laughs> I'm not doing team meetings anymore I'm not you know in practices and it is my fault because you know I'm not knowing and I, I could have handled the situation better but I wasn't strong enough I didn't have the wisdom that I have now. Wow this situation is very unique for female athletes because of course you are carrying this baby you for, for everyone says nine months it's 40 weeks so 10 months and um it can be a lot. And you, of course, have to take time off of your sport. Whereas for men, they can kind of continue playing or I don't even know what it looks like for them. And so what are your thoughts on the differences? It's a huge difference. Like, um, you know, and, you know, throughout my career, like there are and you, you don't know too much because it's like, you know, when women have a child, you you're going to know you're going to know when guys do you you're not really going to know and um it's different there nothing stops for them right like you can get somebody pregnant and like keep on moving on in your sport that's different and so throughout the process i felt like females being pregnant there should be resources resources from the ncaa just dealing with that because it happens it happens there's there's a lot of cases that we maybe don't hear about that you know, female athletes get pregnant like I did. And I got, I'm fortunate to I had a scholarship after, but they just are done after, right? And I feel like the NCAA in future could, you know, provide some type of resources, something to accommodate females who go through something like that. Those are my thoughts on it. And I don't know what it would look like. I don't know whether it would be like helping with childcare or helping with, any of that, but I think there definitely should be resources. It's interesting that you were talking about resources because while a lot of people may think like, oh, this is such an anomaly, like it's actually pretty common. I know plenty of women actually from my college experience that got pregnant during their time in college. Um, and I had a, like, a teammate actually get pregnant. So it's not that uncommon. And I think that there should be significantly more resources around it, at least, and it shouldn't be as stigmatized. Like I think sometimes women don't want to speak up to their trainers or, or something because it's just like, it. I, it's, I mean, 
of course, like the trainers are on the coach's side and they want you to play and stuff. But like at the end of the day, this is someone's life. And so I think it should be just way more resources around it. I think it's stigmatized just because, you know, you're an athlete. You're there for one thing. You try academics and play basketball and something happens, which is life. So you end up having a baby and you come back. What does coming back look like? Now you're a mom, you're a student, you're a basketball player. Like, what does this look like for you? Right. So, and I had to back it up to how the even recruitment process went with that because, you know, here I am and I'm like, nobody's going to want me. And name goes in the transfer portal, but I'm getting calls and nobody knows that, you know, I'm pregnant right now. So I'm getting calls and it's hard. I'm talking to them. They're like, why did you leave your school? And I'm like, I'm pregnant. And they're like, oh. Right. <laughs> they were like, oh, okay, well, I had one question. They said, okay, well, I'll get back with you. But on the other side, there were schools that were like, okay, we can deal with that. Like, you know, but more, it was more of those no's than the yeses. ETSU reached out and it was a coach from my past. And she was like, like, what's going on? And I told her and she's like, we want to bring you on. And I'm like, I'm shocked. You know, they have a conversation with me and they're like, okay, we want you. And we really, we're, we're not going to come out with anything until after you have the baby. So I had to deliver first for them to be able to be like, okay, oh, we have signed. What that looked like was, here I am, double the size. That was number one, the hardest thing ever. Because I've never been like out of shape in my life, never been anything. So it was like, I'm like, dang, like, I got to lose some weight. For me, it was like a second opportunity. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I got to get back. Like, I got to get back to the way I was. And I didn't know. I had to be patient with myself. I had to be patient. My body's changed. I was really focusing on losing the weight. And um, I was able to practice. And I, I would take reps off. Like, they let me take reps off and stuff. It would be me getting a little extra work in like the weight room with the athletic trainer. But here we are, we're facing another challenge, right? I haven't played basketball in a year. I mean, I'm doing the practices and stuff, but it's like, I'm really just focused on losing this weight. And I'm doing everything, but also I have a baby at home. Yeah, you have responsibilities. As much as I wanted to get back and before, you know, I was the type, you know, to be in the gym a little bit extra, do a little extra work. This wasn't the case. And I can honestly say, like, my heart that I had for basketball that I had before baby was not the same because I have a child now, right? She has my heart. So, you know... I wasn't trying to get no extra work in, really. Unfortunately, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is not fair for my, you know, baby. I'm going to be away. And and here I am dealing with other stuff, like postpartum. You know, that was hard also. So so I stayed off campus. And my college experience was not like any other college experience that I had before. I didn't go to any parties. I didn't know no one outside of my, my team. Like, literally, I, I still to this day, I know no one from ETSU besides my teammates. I was also nursing. Yes, that was another question I had. I was like, so you were nursing as well, okay. Nursing, so let's say we have a practice and then we have weights, the same thing. You have a little bit intermission between or something. I'll hurry up, drive back, nurse, drive, <laughs> drive back uh, to school. 
get ready for my whatever it is next. And as far as academics go, I mostly had online classes. I maybe had one or two classes that were campus on on campus, but mostly online. So that helped out a lot. But I would be at, be at the house like trying to do an exam, nursing at the same time. Like ah, it was so it was so different it was hard but it was worth it the whole practice practicing and then just going through even like my postpartum stuff like that was hard like sometimes in practice I would break out like out of nowhere just like it'd be overwhelming I'm like I break down right so that was another thing I was dealing with and you know not all the coaches knew about it and and the thing was like was hard because my whole coaching staff was women, but they never had a child before. I actually had a coach one year who had a baby during my time while I was like playing under her. And her mindset changed. Like, I mean, just like you said, like, you're like, I'm, I'm at practice, but I'm trying to get back to my child. Like, you know, like it's the same thing for coaches, but it's like her coaching before she had the baby versus her after completely different. Cause now she has a different understanding of like what, her, like what's important to her. And also like, exactly. Like just like what's going on in life. And so for you to be playing under coaches that didn't know what, like know what it's like to have a baby, like what were the, I mean, pros and cons. I thought like there were more cons than pros. It definitely was. And it was hard. And, you know, like I said, I had a coach that I knew prior and she was, she was the most, you know, she's very helpful. And even though a lot of them didn't know, some of them were not helpful, but then again, some coaches did not understand nobody understood what I was coming from yeah wow I mean kudos to you because I I I can I mean I can only empathize with your story I've never had a child myself um and I I mean just I think everyone can who's listening to this can understand at least empathize with the fact that this is hard like it's hard enough to have a child and be fully prepared for this moment you know let alone being in college and it'd be unexpected and so um, yeah, you are definitely a strong, strong woman. And I think a lot of people can take so much from your story. I'm sure that there's somebody who's listening to this who's in a similar situation. As rare as people may think it is, I'm sure there's somebody listening to this like that. And so I was wondering, what advice would you give to her knowing what you know now? I, I, It's hard because like, I was in a position, you know, the mindset. And it's just like, you're just thinking all, you're really thinking more negative than positive at the time. Because you're just like... What am I going to do? Like, I would just encourage this to stay positive and that people get through this. Just stay positive. You know, don't make rash decisions. Just take your time. Be patient. You can only listen to yourself because you know what's best for you. All right, guys, that is all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I really enjoyed talking with Ariel. This is a perspective that I know is always out there. Like I said in the podcast, I've had teammates that have gotten pregnant, but no one ever talks about it. It's rare for them to be given the microphone to talk about their experience. So I'm so glad that Ariel was able to share her experience with us. And hopefully this can help us all understand kind of what it's like and hopefully think of some other resources or ways to support these women because it's actually more common than we think. With that said, let's go ahead and hop in housekeeping. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It means so much to me. If you'd like to get more involved in the RC community, there are a few ways you can do so. You can follow us on social media. We're very active on Instagram, 
and on YouTube. And you can consider giving to us on Patreon in exchange. We will give you exclusive content that we only put up for our Patreon members. All of that is linked in the description box as always. With that said, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I cannot wait to talk to you guys on Thursday for our solo cast.